Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. Now, did you really think that I was going to let 2020 go without one last episode? Nah, totally not. And I got a question for you because, you know, it's the end of the year. So are you making resolutions this year? If you are, I just want to challenge you. I just want to stretch your thinking. And perhaps instead of making resolutions, maybe you should make intentions for 2021. Find out why. I think you should make intentions instead of resolutions and so much more on today's episode. Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. Before we kick things off with today's episode, I sincerely want to wish you and your family nothing but the best for 2021. I am so humbled and appreciative by all your support for this show and the incredible journey that it's been. I wish you nothing but health, wealth, happiness, and prosperity for 2021. And I just want to let you know that this is only the beginning. We've got so much more to discover and share and learn from each other. I'm so excited and I can't wait. So happy new year from one joyful energetic mama to another. Hey friend, it feels so good to come back after a two week break and I hope you all enjoyed your holiday with your family and your friends. 
I know I certainly did. I think that this two-week break was just what I needed. I'm coming back refreshed, which is good, and so energized. And yeah, you know, that's not to say that there definitely there was a different quality to Christmas this year. And I know, and I know everybody's feeling it too. And then we're all thinking that in many ways, we're all kind of drained from this year. We're pretty much done with 2020, even though we have a few hours left, <laughs> depending on when you're listening to this episode. But I do feel that in many ways, we have also become more mindful of all the good things that we have in our lives. At least that's what I'm hoping that you're choosing to look at this year as, as really putting things into perspective on the, all the good things that you do have and not just focusing on all the negative things that drain your energy. So yeah, so it's been a heavy year and while some of us lost more than others, I also do look at this year as a sort of purge, like a necessary cleansing. So it really forced us to sit still, but it also gave us the opportunity to really evaluate what is important to us. So if you've been following me on social and the easiest way to where I love to hang out basically is on Instagram. So if you've been following me on Instagram, I've talked a lot about looking at this year as one of opportunity and as one of great teaching. So certainly all the discomfort that we experience at its best showed us how resilient we could be and at its worst made us realize how much more work needs to be done on a personal, community, and global level. So these lessons are totally not lost on me and I hope that they have not been lost on you as well. I've been listening. I feel like I have personally awakened in many ways and in a year that forced us to socially distance, I found the strength and the determination to pursue some of my dreams, you know, dreams that seemed so far away a year ago, like to become a podcaster, like that wasn't even on my radar at all. And here I am on the 30th episode, which is amazing and such a blessing in so many ways. And also this dream of mine that I've had for, I would say about four years now to become an online course creator is going to be happening. It's going to be a reality. So I'm super pumped about that. So I think in some ways this year speaks to the saying that, um, you know, many, when you feel like you've been buried, right, you realize that you haven't been buried at all, but rather you've been planted. And another saying that I love that I feel is really relevant for 2020 is the quote from Aeneas Nin that, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. So there's so much truth in that statement that we can choose to remain small and sometimes remaining small and playing a smaller game will make us feel so uncomfortable and so stuck and so bothered that we have no choice but to bloom. So personally speaking for myself, I have bloomed in so many ways. And I hope that if you've been listening to me all along, that you have also found your way to sprout and bloom into a more joyful and energetic life. So I can think of so many metaphors to describe the kind of year 2020 was, and I like to think that it has also given us perspective. Perspective to realize the power of one, as well as the power of a collective. 
So on that note, this topic that we're going to be talking about today is intentional living for 2021 and beyond. So welcome officially to episode 30 of the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast. I am your host, Carla Diaz, and today we're going to talk about setting intentions and why it's so much better than setting resolutions. So I did want to talk about setting intentions for the 12 months that lay ahead, but I also do want to kind of suggest to you that, you know, you can set intentions for the course of your life. You don't have to do it at the beginning of a year, just like you can set a new set of goals whenever you see fit. You don't have to wait till a specific time frame to do it. There's really nothing that is holding you back from deciding, hey, something's not working for me any longer. It's time to kind of reinvent or repurpose, reignite, uh, steer my, you know, my sails or um, set the course differently any time of your choosing. I recognize, and I hope that you recognize too, that just because 2020 is coming to an end tonight, that doesn't mean that all the heaviness of this year is just going to suddenly disappear into thin air. But what it does signify is our resolve to live through a very challenging moment and to hopefully walk a path that is more appreciative, more mindful, and more intentional. So when New Year's rolls around, we all start talking about resolutions, right? We start talking about the change we want to make. Many of, us, many of us are hopeful that voicing these new goals is enough to create change. But, but, I say that, we know that that's not true. You know, setting goals is the first step. But if you don't know how to stoke that flame that is your goals, you're not going to get very far if you don't have a plan. So, I feel like making intentions is really a better strategy to realize change. So why do I say that? Well, I say that because resolutions are similar to goals. They're a declaration of what you wish to achieve. But if you don't have a plan, your goals are just wishful thinking. And there's no substance to a goal if you don't have any plan follow through. I mean, let's face it. It's nice to say things like, oh, I want to lose weight, I want to travel more, but if you don't have any set clear path or you don't have any ways of achieving that, it's really just words that you're just uh, letting other people know. (laughs) It's like a wish. So I want you to think about all the people in your life who spend time declaring what they want to achieve. Do they ever elaborate on how they're going to get there? Where resolutions are outcome-oriented, intentions focus on the process of change. And that's why I like intentions so much more. So intentions are more about awareness than they are about achievement. So setting intentions in many ways are truer indicators of creating positive change in your life. Because for one, intentions are more focused on changing a behavior. And when you can modify your behavior, you have a greater chance of molding your actions favorably. And it's that sustained action that shapes your reality, not wishful thinking. So let's say, for example, you wish to have a cleaner home for 2021. That is always an ongoing (laughs) desire in my home with uh, two very active boys and a dog and a menagerie of pets 
and me pursuing my dreams and also having a part-time job in addition to everything, it is super hard to keep a house clean. So I want to ask you something. So let's imagine that that's, that's the goal that we have in front of us. We want a cleaner home for 21, 2021. Which statement do you think is more actionable? My New Year's resolution is to have a clean kitchen or I intend to feel the joy from cleaning up my kitchen daily. I'm going to be biased here. I do like the fact that I'm looking to focus on feeling the joy from having a cleaner kitchen because joy to me equals um, the visual pleasure of having a clean kitchen where there's no clutter and everything is put away. Uh, the fact that I won't feel embarrassed if a family member or a friend comes over on short notice and they see my kitchen in all its messy glory. <laughs> or just the fact that I take pride in doing something good for my home. So all these examples evoke emotion and ownership of the act of cleaning up your kitchen. And I find, personally speaking, that when we can let go of our need for control in the form of a goal and focus on the journey... The idea of change is more inviting, and it's not as intimidating. That's not to say that goals don't have their place. It's just that there's power and magic in recognizing all the steps along the way. So making a resolution is like getting to the end of a story without experiencing the rising action and all the plot twists in between. So now I want to ask you, what are some goals you have in mind for the new year? And how can you use intentions to help you along the way? Some things that I want to focus on for this show and to have ultimately is I want to grow my reach. I want more busy women just like you to experience the message of hope and energy and joy that is promised to everyone on this show. So what I'm going to do, what I, well, my goal or what I intend to do is I want to have more guests for this year. I want to have a renewed commitment to my Facebook group and to make it a more lively and active community. And I also, now this one is exciting and challenging for me, but I also want to be a guest on more podcast shows. So those are my goals, but my intention, <laughs> my intention is to have more fun, to stress less, and enjoy the journey of being a podcast host. So what does that mean for me? That means not being tied into the end result, not worrying about perfectly editing each episode, which guys, you don't know, but I agonized so much over it and it actually was draining me as a result because even though I would record an episode, I knew that I had to edit it. And since I was so particular about creating a certain sound, I lost the joy and I kind of lost the focus of, and it didn't seem as, I guess, as natural at times. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but I'm, I am intending to stress less about the quality of the sound because I feel like if the message is valuable to you, it doesn't matter if it doesn't sound as great. It just sounds more natural, if anything, right? Because we do pause when we talk. We do say, um, like, right? We do all those things. And, you know, for the first year of this podcast, I was so, so nitpicky about 
editing all that out. And so another thing that I want to do also is I want to simplify my show notes a bit. I've been doing a lot of detailed show notes, but I do feel like it kind of detracts from my personal joy um, in creating an episode. So I, I want to streamline my process, stress less, and just speak more to the value and be more joyful about creating each episode. So I have a lot of fun ideas in store for the show in 2021. And and like I just wanted to say, I'm also looking for ideas. So if you have a topic you'd like me to tackle, let me know. So what are some ways you can get in touch with me? So first off, you can join the GEM Podcast Facebook community and drop me a line there. Or you can also find me on Instagram at Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast. So that's the account specifically for the podcast. But you can also find me at Hey Carla Diaz, which is my own account. Um, so I am more active on Hey Carla Diaz at the moment, but that doesn't mean that I won't be putting more time and attention into the other account. It's just if you do happen to have if you do happen to have your own accounts on Instagram, it can be a little time consuming to have more than one account. So got to figure out how to streamline that process as well. And so another thing that I wanted to let you know was that in the show notes, I will go ahead and leave the links for you so that you can, you know, if you have a topic that you'd like me to cover, you could do so by, you know, joining the Facebook community or um, by, you know, direct messaging me on my Instagram accounts. So additionally, did you know that every Friday I go live on Instagram? So you can catch my lives every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my Hey Carla Diaz account. So again, if you have a fun topic or a question you'd like me to cover, make sure to leave me a comment on IG because I love to answer questions. I think that that's really cool that you trust me with the answers. And I like to have my brain picked. So <laughs> go ahead and even just say hi or if there's something that you're curious about. And if I have a good answer for you, don't be surprised if I answer you and mention you on my next live. And the reason why I do that, like I said, is I love interacting with my followers and I love to get to know you better. So those are those are really great ways for me to to not just, you know, because I, I do feel like when sometimes it gets lonely on this side of the microphone, right? Like I feel like I'm just talking, I'm giving my message out, but there's there's no dialogue really. You're just listening to me. And while I'm super grateful of that, I do, I would love to learn more about you. So don't be afraid to reach out. Before I wrap up today's episode, I just want to mention that if you're planning on creating a vision board for 2021, you won't want to miss my opportunity to take my online course geared toward powering up your vision board creation experience. So if you've ever created a vision board, you know just how powerful it can be to create a physical representation of all your dreams and your goals. So I always say that creating a vision board is really the fun part, but I feel like where most vision board creators feel at a loss is in what to do next, right? So you have this beautiful image, but then how do you go about implementing it, right? Especially when you know, the excitement of creating your vision board has long worn off. Like, how do you maintain that motivation? 
don't worry, I got you. So um, if you want to learn how to stay motivated and aligned with your vision and how not to burn out in the pursuit of your goals, you're going to want to hear more about my online course because my online course fills in the gaps to give you the exact strategies and processes that you'll need to truly attract and manifest that physical representation of your dreams to reality. So make sure that you get on my waiting list. I will have a link again in the show notes or if you're listening to me through Apple Podcasts, I will have a link there in the description so that you can get on the wait list so that when the time comes, excuse me, I have like a little froggy in my throat. <laughs> Talk about reality, right? Um, when the time comes, you'll have the opportunity to get more information right to your inbox. So on that note, it was so much fun to come back here and just chat with you for a while. And I hope that this next 12 months is a pivotal one for you. It's one where you embrace that you don't have to make things complicated, just more joyful. And it is well within your reach to have more joy and more energy in your life just by simplifying things and just by being more open and more receptive to all the wonderful things that the universe has for you when you're willing to receive. So on that note, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. Thank you. And until next time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. And of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. If you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about my upcoming online course on how to make that juicy vision of yours a reality, make sure to get on my waitlist. I will be putting the link in the show notes as well as in the podcast episode description for you. So make sure to check it out.